newsaz.com entertainment network with over 2 million downloads of our podcast series newsaz.com is the home of star wars and character the Grady's, the great 80s movie debate indiana jones and character trailer pod boys the catacombs of halloween horror nights muppets and character dial-up movies rpg real players gaming philly's full count pass the popcorn and more with even more to come Newsaz.com is also the home of the video podcast series, Chris's Micro Movie Reviews, and the new series, We're Bored, the Vintage Oddball Board Game Show. Visit Newsaz.com today to catch up on all our great series and original entertainment, and keep an eye out for all the great new additions coming soon. You're listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello, and welcome to Indiana Jones in Character again. That's your new title. <laughs> That's an awful title. <laughs> We're doing a lot of these. <laughs> you sound like you're complaining. No, no not at all. What? How long was our was our biggest? I should look our biggest like gap between episodes. I don't know a year. Was it really? Probably. All right. Well, we're doing one now, and this is almost three in one. Yes. And you're gonna tell me who it is because I am drawing a blank. Okay. Well, this is uh, we talked about this way back doing this character, and anybody that's a fan of Indiana Jones knows who this guy is, and it was even mentioned again by a friend of ours named Eric who also runs the uh, Facebook page, Mr. E's uh, art. Like, get it? Mr. E? I never caught on to that until right now. Mr. E? I never, I never caught that. It's pretty clever. good. It is pretty good. Uh, it's uh, it's like misfit art. It's, he's a talented artist. And he said, well, why don't you do this guy? And it's like, yeah, why don't we? Because Chris and I didn't remember who we mentioned we were going to do on the last episode, which was Mutt Williams. So uh, we're doing this in between. So whoever we said on Mutt Williams. We'll do that one next. We'll get to eventually. But okay. uh, the person we're doing today is the actor, Pat Roach. Yes. I know he played a character in each movie. Yes. I didn't mention the characters like we usually go by the character because he did play four different characters. I'm going to tell you the only ones that I know. Okay. Which might be only one. What's that? The the head tall thuggy guy in Temple of Doom who he fights on the conveyor belt with the stones. That is who he played. He is the only actor other than the, the primary actors to appear in multiple movies. He appeared in Raiders, Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade. And we'll go through them movie by movie. How about that? I think I know who he played in Raiders too. Okay. His most famous characters are in Raiders. He played two different characters. Characters. Yes, he played two different characters in Raiders. The first one, the the one that people don't know as well, we'll get to is the uh, he's the Sherpa at the the Raven. Chief Sherpa? <laughs> Chief Sherpa? Oh, sure. <laughs> he's one of the Sherpas that's hired by Tote to uh, get the the headpiece of the staff of Ra at the Raven from Marion at the be- towards the beginning of the movie. Okay. You know who he is in the movie. He's uh, he's recruited by Tote from the streets and he waits outside at the beginning of the fight. Once he hears there's a fight going on, he's the the huge guy that bursts in when shit starts to go down. He's the guy that has Indy pinned on the bar. And he goes, whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. yeah. And the the flame, the trail of fire is coming there and he gets hit with the whiskey bottle. Um 
he's also the guy later in that scene that's wrestling with Indy and Tote says, shoot them, shoot them shoot both. Them both. <laughs> and they kind of momentarily work together and fire the gun at the the bad guy to shoot him because they're both and that's an awesome scene it is an awesome scene even you tell me this now i'm like i want to watch that scene right now (laughs) well that's him that's pat roach he he's also he also gets his arm caught on fire and he swings the burning arm okay yeah and and he gets hit with a chair and he's left for dead in the burning raven uh you're you're i guess to assume that he dies in there he, he probably does. Although he was, if his arm's on fire and he's still moving, who knows? His arm's on fire and he's swinging it back and forth. Awesome. Yeah, go put out your arm. Put out your arm first, then come back and fight. That's what Tote does. He gets his hand burnt and he runs outside in the snow. Yeah, he Wuss. does. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> it's possibly a better action sequence than what would be his most famous, which is what we're about, about to get to. That ac- action sequence. And they look nothing alike. I know it's the same guy. Yeah. But I, they, they look nothing alike. Well, that I was thinking that, too, of the four characters that he plays. Like, I've, I'm going to put pictures of them up on our Facebook page. He, they do a good job of disguising him. Yeah. I guess all the, 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 the clothing and the hair and the wigs and maybe... Did he have a beard? Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do a good job. Like, you'd never... We didn't know that that was the same guy. Like No, not at all. You know, like, it, it's, it's great. So, in a way, he was, he was almost like, like the first Eddie Murphy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! Fuck you! <laughs> I guess not. Well, yeah, well, when did that come out? What coming to America? Is that after Raiders? Yeah, yeah, yeah long after. Yeah, like eighty-eight. So maybe, maybe Eddie got his ideas from from Raiders of the Lost Ark from Pat Roach. From Pat Roach? Yeah, you might have something there. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a bonus character here because I looked this guy up in that scene. The other guy that's in that scene that does a lot of the fighting his character's name is the mean mongolian does he have a big big backstory no uh, that's why i'm kind of throwing him in here because okay. it's not somebody we could do it ever ever do an episode on but he's he's cool to mention mary he's the guy that marion hits on the head with the burning log and he's about to shoot indy oh my god but marion shoots him in the back and indy's like standing there waiting to get shot and he almost like like thinks he got shot yeah he like puts his hand i up. love that part the main reason I bring this up, the mean Mongolian, is he was played by an actor named Sonny Caldinez, who was in some Doctor Who episodes and stuff. But the reason I bring him up... James Bond. Yeah, you got it. Are you serious? He was in The Man with the Golden Gun. Wow. It, it's amazing how many of these guys are in these other movies. So, why, don't they, why don't they do shows, you know? I well, guess maybe you've got a dead... Well, Pat Roach is, and we'll talk about that later. But Roach's most famous role then in Raiders of the Lost Ark is he is the German mechanic. Yes. Um, he's Bavarian and a Nazi, and he's there working on that plane, which I learned is called the Flying Wing in Tannis. Uh, his backstory is only that he is a former Bavarian boxer, and he wants to fight Indy for sport. Like, I mean, he really strings him along. That's kind of stupid to call... At the flying wing, because don't all wings fly? <laughs> am, you, I, am I right? Are you criticizing the Nazis? Where do you get off? Like, like what's in the bathroom? Um, <laughs> no. With a force sock? Perhaps. It goes down the drain. No no sock needed. No, um, mess, no muss, no fuss. <laughs> but it's like, it's, what kind of title is that? Oh, the, the, the wings fly. The flying wing. <laughs> the rolling tank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
exactly you know it's, it's stupid well that scene is legendary in fact it's even semi reenacted in the indiana jones epic stunt spectacular in disney world i was part of that one time yeah what happened tell me that story I was right in the front row ish. Mm-hmm. They asked for volunteers. They asked for volunteers, and they have you scream and whatnot. Oh god! And you know me. Yeah. Don't ask me if you. If you I scream no matter what. If you ask me to scream, I'm going to go above and beyond. I bet your scream is still echoing through the canyons it was, of Walt Disney World. It was so. That's what killed him. Disney. <laughs> was my scream? He's frozen, and your scream shattered the ice that he's frozen <laughs> and in. And now he's dead for real. And now, now he's actually dead. I did it so loud that she like stopped and looked over at me. You come up here, and I was immediately included in the in the stunt show. That's awesome. It is awesome. I've never been in that one. I've been in a lot of different shows at Disney World when they ask for volunteers. I often try and get myself in there. That's one I've never been in. I'm That's jealous. A, I have it. I think Kelly filmed it, so maybe I'll I'll, I'll find that and, and put it up on Facebook. Yeah. That, that would be great. It was awesome. So you're one of the extras that just kind of like stands there and jumps yeah. around. Yeah, who points at stuff or something. Yeah. Yeah. They get, but you had a costume, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, what, like a big long robe thing and, and, a, and a hoodie thing. And I was, I don't think I ever knew this, but there's like a, a, a fake stuntman. Yeah. Like a, there's a fake person who I actually was like kind of upset. Like how'd this guy get picked and he's doing all these cool shit? Like I didn't know he was part of the show. Yeah, it's part of the act. Yeah. That's one of the, the highlights of that act. I know I've heard people complain that that show's tired and it's never changed since it came out. You know, I don't I, care. I think that's part of the charm. Yeah, like 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 Raiders hasn't changed. I mean, that's why you like Raiders. You want to watch it over and over again. Yeah. Well, they do have a guy that plays the German mechanic in this. It's not a big long fight sequence like it is in the movie, but uh, that's probably his most memorable character, not just for the fight, um, but for his size and for the way he meets his doom. Yes. Uh, and when when you were little, did that yeah. kind, of, kind of gross you out? Even oh, though you yeah. don't see anything. No, but just just the sound effect and the and the and the splatter on the windshield just says it all. Yeah, it's great. It it's, is it is awesome. It's perfectly done. Um, and he does kind of string Indy along. At one point, he even saves his life because they're going to shoot him, and he steps in front of the gun. Um, he's just letting letting Indy hit him even at times to toy with him yeah and the um one of the one of the best is the first punch where indy gets punched in the face maybe it's his or i don't know if it was first or last whatever and his knees like buckle oh yeah and he just like falls down he now just, he falls he just caves in yeah that that's I'm, and, and that's all harrison excellent now he's credited as the first mechanic in the credits, but he's actually the second mechanic because there is a there is a first mechanic that's out there working on the plane that Indy beats up. Is he in the plane? Like in the I think he's maybe on top of it or something like that. Uh, and the yeah. pilot comes out after that, but he's really the second mechanic. But he's credited as first mechanic in the uh, in the credits. None of his characters have names. One, of, you know what I thought at one time too, probably back then, is I thought that the the other guy for some reason was the bigger guy's like brother, uh-huh. and that's why he came out so upset. Like, oh, that's my baby brother out there. Hmm. I actually, I actually thought that at one time. At one time. <laughs> at one time. No, you don't. No, I don't. Well, that's why I we usually do characters. We're just saying Pat Roach because he's like. I don't know. He's like an indie character into himself because he was in all three movies. When, like I said, his characters don't have names. In Temple of Doom, you're right. He plays what's called the chief thuggy guard. Thuggy with two G's and two E's? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I think it's just two E's. Well, just, just thug. What's a thuggy? It's that cult. 
Oh, okay. The, the thuggy cult that right. follow Malaram. Um, he's in. He's actually in that movie probably the most because you see him earlier with the kids when they're, you know, the kids are mining for diamonds and, and nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you do with your kids, right? Yeah, that they're home now. <laughs> they're doing that. <laughs> he's he's one of the guys that restrains Indy while he's being brainwashed. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he pours the, the the blood down his throat. Yeah, that's all. He's in a lot of scenes, and then he and then there's the fight scene at the end that you're that you talked about. And at one point, Indy does start to win that fight, but the the uh, yeah. the other kids doing the voodoo doll bastard kid with that little doll. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> that sounds like it. But it's so like the scene is awesome. Yes, we watched it so many times, and we love it. But you see how like terrible edited and shot that scene is. Like how? Like Indy's hat is touching the, the freaking rolling uh, rock chipper chopper thing. Chipper chopper. Yeah. And the next scene where he's like he gets back his win, he's two miles away from it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really get. He never gets any closer to. He's it. right there. He's dead. He's dead so many times. It's it's just chopped so poorly. <laughs> You know what? I don't give a shit. I still yeah, love it. We still love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, his sash gets caught in the rock crusher, and Indy even tries to save him. He does. He, like after all, after getting his ass beat, he still tries to, to save the guy. Yeah, and the guy's trying to kill him, and he does try to save him. Or maybe he just used him to get up there, up top. Yeah. Thanks for the boost. <laughs> Going up. <laughs> his last character is in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. This one I don't even know about. This one I wasn't. I mean, I I knew that he was in it, but it's like this is the most obscure. Uh, he plays a Gestapo agent in the blimp scene. Remember when they're when they're no ticket? Yeah, in that scene. Uh, one of those, yeah, but there's there's no one that big. Well, the, it's funny that you say that. He's in that probably the least because there was more of a scene, but it was cut. Um, there's a scene where you where you I think you really only see him in the movie when Vogel. The Colonel Vogel, who we also did an episode on, is walking on the ground towards the blimp. There's guys walking with him. He's one of those guys when the Zeppelin's about to take off. And that looks so fake, but yes. That's him. There was a scene where he and Indy fight, but it got cut. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't don't get it. It would have been cool if if he got killed by the blimp's propeller. Well, the way he dies in the script, and he's still in the novelization, and he's still in the comic and stuff like that. Um, it's actually his most. This character is probably Broach's most interesting story because we don't know a lot about him. Uh, he remains on board even when Vogel gets thrown off. He stays on the Zeppelin, and he's knocked out by Indy when he's already in that um, costume with the tickets. Oh yeah. There's a, and I, and I even have a. a still frame of Indy like punching him in that costume. The rest of his story goes like this in the script in the in the novelization. Him and another guy, another Gestapo agent who is a pilot, who and this pilot in the movie in the script for some reason is drunk. They find a second plane. You know how that plane was kind of like on the bottom of the Zeppelin? Yeah. Yeah yeah. In this in the story the way it would have gone down, there was a second plane after the blimp turns around, they start heading back to Germany and they realize they're going back to Germany and that's when they go off on the plane. Right. They get in a second plane, uh, the Gestapo agents, but he's too heavy and he falls through the bottom of the plane. Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm serious. This is the way it was. Is this like a Bugs Bunny cartoon all of a sudden? And, and the pilot detaches the plane without starting the engine 
and they both fall to their death. <sighs> that sounds kind of stupid. Well, it was cut. Okay. It's Smart still, move. It's still in a novelization, though. So his character gets more of a story. So his feet go through and then he his ass and then he just falls and like he through. falls through the plane and the and you know like you have to start the plane and then detach and you'll start flying. Yeah. This guy detaches first and they just <sighs> <laughs> and they just fall and die. That's that's I'm glad it was cut. I, I would like to see it but it still sounds stupid. Yeah, it would have been cool if he was in it longer. Yeah. Cuz that's the one no I mean I I I'm a pretty big fan and I'm just like what was he in? Park Couldn't even. Yeah, I think I think the the mechanic, the German mechanic, and the guard, the thuggy guard, are the two ones who you think of immediately. Yeah. So he plays four characters, and all four die. Now he's often given credit for playing two other characters, which he did not play. Uh, there's a bit of a con- there was a controversy at some Mutt. point over this. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> the some people thought for a long time he was the gong striker. At the uh, beginning of Last Crusade, that big guy, that's not him. Um, I mean, Doom, Temple of Doom? Or Temple of Doom, sorry. Because um, he looks balder and fatter. Yeah, you're exactly right. I have a picture of that guy, and he just looks like he, he's not muscular like Pat Roach was. Yeah. That guy's name, and they even have a name for it. That guy's name was Bill Reed. He Does he have a backstory? Fat. No. Let's he's, make one up for him. He's just the gong striker. We're going to do one on him. We just, should that he survived, and he one day went to work for Chuck Barris on the gong show. <laughs> We're doing it. He's an expert gong striker, and Chuck Barris is like, I need that guy. I'm a spy. Find him. <laughs> well, he, the other one that he's given credit for, which also was not him, is that thuggy assassin that attacks Indy in his room that comes out of the painting. Uh, I believe that one more than the other one. That's not him either. That is a guy named Don Stansock. That's Does he the, have a huge backstory? No. That's the one. That's why I'm just mentioning these people as we go because it's not. Well, we guys are just, just making up shit. Okay. Okay. I like doing stuff. He likes. Um, this guy like like paintings. Yeah, that's why he hides in it. <laughs> yeah, he was a big painting fan. Every time you would go to a museum, you would see him <laughs> blend into the paintings in the back. And he just stands there for hours. For hours. Mona Lisa, he paints himself as the hair and just stands with it. <laughs> And attacks tourists. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people think he's both of those guys, and he is neither. I believe that one more because he does look like him. Pat Roach himself uh, was a professional wrestler in England. And I didn't know that. I mean, to me, we have professional wrestling here. It's been around for a long time. Too long. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't get it. <laughs> well, it's a fun. It's fun to watch. Sometimes. Yeah, but they had this in England, and he went by the nicknames Bomber and Big Pat Roach. And at one point, he held the British and European heavyweight. Big championship. Pat Roach is as bad as the Flying Wing because he's big anyway. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> he held the British and European heavyweight championships. He played American football in the 1980s for the Birmingham Bulls. That's a good team. <laughs> And upon his death in 2004, Harrison Ford called his widow to offer condolences. Oh, man. He died of throat cancer in 2004. His other credits include, they're, they're good. I mean, he was, he was a stuntman. And it seems like he got linked in with Lucas because he was also in Willow. One of his first jobs was he was in A Clockwork Orange. And then he kind of got linked up with Schwarzenegger, it looks like, because he was in Conan the Destroyer and Red Sonja. No way. He's also in Clash of the Titans, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and I saved this for last because it keeps coming up. 
He was in Never Say Never Again. Another Bond, Bond. indie like, connection. The worst Bond one out there, probably. Yeah, that's the disavowed. Yeah, the yeah. disavowed Bond movie that uh, doesn't count. That's that's this guy's awesome. Though. He did a lot of cool, cool ass shit, you know. Yeah, I mean his characters don't have backstories, but if you're doing a show on Indiana Jones and we're talking about some obscure stuff, we had to, we had to pay homage to Mr. Pat Roach. I wonder, like, how he, he how Lucas and Spielberg got a hold of this guy because. When they got Raiders, okay, fine. But then did they say, hey, you know, let's call Pat Roach up again to be this guy in Doom. And hey, Crusade. You know what I mean? I wonder if they thought of it or if he called them and said, hey, remember me? Yeah, that's a good question. The Nazi, the German mechanic was such a memorable scene in that movie. Maybe it's like, you know, and and he's so good at it. It's like, we got we to gotta go back to the well with this guy eventually. And uh, it could even be a thing where like maybe Ford felt comfortable with yeah. him like i think like that happens like some guys some actors will, will they'll become comfortable with whatever it is maybe a, a stunt coordinator or a stunt actor or even a costumer you know it could be anything and they strike up a relationship and it's like if i have to do fight scenes i want it with somebody that i know knows what they're doing right and that's my guy do you think somewhere out there there's actual video of him wrestling because that would be cool to watch. I'm sure there is because I saw pictures online. I mean, he it's him as a young man. He's got hair and a mustache and he's it's the costume. It's not like the costumes like, you know, the ultimate warrior costume. It's right. just like a big guy <laughs> in a, like a black Speedo. Mm. But I found pictures of him online. Uh, yeah, like enormous and in perfect shape. Did you zoom into the Speedo? Of course. And that's why I said enormous, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. No, it's, it's very cool. And he, back in the, I guess when the, when the toys were made, was there a toy of this guy? Back no. Then? no. There, there is now, though. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, there like, is. Like the, those the, new, the new Disney line or whatever. Those newer indie ones that yeah. they made for the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. No, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a toy of him. I love Pat Roach, Dave. Well, good. I'm glad. Well, I got some trivia for you then. Okay. You know what we used to call this segment? Um... Fortune and Glory. Yeah. Holy shit. You're right. I just remembered that, and I got a terrible memory. Well, let's call it that again. Kid. It's time for uh, Fortune and Glory, kid, where we do some uh, trivia, and I've got three questions okay. for you. All right, Chris. These I'm ready. have to do with the scenes involving... And I didn't watch anything for this episode. <laughs> Sorry, You know the movie as well. Yeah, okay. This is, these have to do with the scenes that Pat Roach's characters were... Uh, Involved. Okay. Uh, Are we doing scores? We got scores. I forget your scores. Right down there. What? They're on this paper? On the back of the Star Wars one. Yeah. Am I right? There's nothing on here. I was wrong. Is it on the same page at the bottom? No. All right. There's nothing on there. Forget the scores. Scores are done. Uh, We'll start with... uh, How about we start Temple of Doom? Now, in that scene where he's fighting on the rock and bear, but he's fighting any, but he's also fighting... Uh, Willie and Short Round. They all get involved in the fight. It's a cool fight scene. It's like, it doesn't happen too often. Like, what, he ends Pat up, Roach in these three? Yeah, he ends up fighting them all off at some point. What does Short Round do to Roach that causes him to get picked up and thrown? Picked up and thrown? He picks up Short Round and throws him. What does Short Round do? Oh, and that's the scene where Short Round's... Ar- no, not Short Round's. Uh, Indy's arm looks like it gets snapped. I remember that. What I want to say, oh my god! I see these movies four thousand times, and I, I want to say, 
I got two things pop in my head. Mm-hmm. He steps on his toe, or he gets a, he gets a piece of wood, and he starts hitting them. I'm doing the 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 wood hitting one. Final answer. Yes, Regis. That is correct. Yeah, he gets. He just like goes ape shit on him. He's like. <laughs> like, he starts wailing him with a piece like a big stick. I'm seeing him in two weeks. Who? Short round. Nice. Not, not Pat Roach. <laughs> well, uh, you're gonna have to talk to him about that. Did he? Does he step on his toe now? I don't think so. Okay. So good, you got that right. But that's when he throws Indy in that in the in the mine cart. Right. And his arm. You remember that his arm goes backwards. Does it? You gotta watch that scene. You will yeah. cringe. I will watch it. I don't. I don't, can't picture that. In it my bounces. Head. He throws him up and throws him. In. I think it's Harrison. I don't think it's a stunt man. And his arm hits the side of the car. It looks like it just snaps. Eesh. All right. Okay. Here is question your, two. Uh, question it's sixty-eight two. to nothing. I'm winning. Go okay. Ahead. We'll do. Uh, how about we do Last Crusade next? Shit. What okay. does Vogel land on when he's punched and thrown from the zeppelin? The only thing I think it is, which is probably wrong, is cardboard boxes. And I don't know what's in them. I could be even wrong right here. Final answer, Reed, is cardboard. But why the hell do you have cardboard boxes at the bottom of the of the thing? Regis? Is that, are you asking me? You want <laughs> me to help Regis. you? I'm trying to call Regis. Um, final answer. I'm not at home. <laughs> Stop calling me. Is I, that your answer? Yeah, cardboard boxes. Well, you're, you're on the right track. It's the luggage. All right, so is that in a point? No, no. it's not. Very cardboard boxes. It's people's luggage. It's like their trunks and, and their suitcases and stuff like that. Which are in a box-shaped thing. Oh, shut up. Okay. That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. All right, and here is your last question. Yes. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, okay. uh, what does Indy have to do with the plane before it can take off? Like, before the fight even happens, they have to do something. The, or, or else the plane won't even go anywhere. What does he have to do? Huh? <laughs> the first thing that came to mind, and I'm totally wrong, that's stupid, is... <laughs> I'm saying this. Does he have to remove the stupid blocks? Stupid. Because... Are you telling me a little a little Lego block makes a plane not to fly? Is that your answer? <laughs> it's stupid, because... I guess I don't know because what do you mean have to do? Turn it on, put the key in. Yeah, yes. Remove the triangular blocks so the big ass plane can drive and fly. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, those blocks. They put those blocks there because it's a little wedge, and the plane can't go up. The it, it stops the wheels from rolling. But there's one behind, in front, and behind. Uh, there might be. I don't. But it keeps the wheels steady. The, the plane at that speed can't get up that. Little tiny ramp. I guess you're right. So he has to move the he has to move the move the block. This just sounds stupid. (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) All right, but that that leads me into something that I wanted to talk to you about. And I guess I never thought of this when I was little. You only think of this when you're older. So they're in the well of the souls, which is underground, and they go through this big whole thing. The statues through the wall, the snakes, those dead bodies in that room. Yeah. And they come out of some little tiny secret entrance and just push a few blocks out of the way Mm -hmm. and escape the well of the souls, which happens to be right next to the hangar where the Nazis are using. Yeah. Do you think anybody ever bothered to try and figure out what that little 
thing was that they came out of. Like they were looking all this time for the well of the souls. Meanwhile, they build uh, a hangar right, right next, next to <laughs> right next to this little thing where there's like blocks and stuff. And did what's everyone, in there? I wonder what's in there. Yeah, I wonder what's in there. Ah, don't worry about it. We have to set up the airfield. Like that, yeah, you're right. The the well of the souls really not that hard to get into. <laughs> there's there's a there's basically a back door. There's a back door, and you just move a few blocks, move move through a few zombies, and uh, well, disco, you're there. Disco, <laughs> yeah, like it's like uh, well, that. That's a to me looking at it now as an adult, and I guess so. I didn't even think about it. That's an enormous story flaw. But is it like only like one side is it like the blocks? The other side is like sand and desert. Yeah, yeah. so it was there yeah. the whole time. So there's a wall of like a few little bricks and blocks. Yeah, there's a few little bricks. You What's move, move a few bricks and walk in the back door, and you're there. Meanwhile, it's yeah. been buried for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years in Solo, and those guys have to <laughs> and dig and dig and dig and move that thing, upsy, upsy, you know, and the, <laughs> then get the crowbar and all the and, and the thing and all that. No, just go in the back door. Move a brick. Yeah. yeah. The key's under the brick. The answer's always in the back door, Dave. <laughs> that Harrison? Does, it, does that bother you? It does. I mean, it's funny now. I mean, I still love the movie. Yeah, it's kind of convenient. Like the, you're, you're supposed to think that, like when they. Closed, but do you think when when he when he pushed that big statue and the thing fell and knocked, like it, <laughs> it pushed out the the the, the, the um, bricks, and moved the whole place out of the sand. No, <laughs> there's no way. Why, why not? That was there the whole time. Maybe it was covered. This is what happened. This is the answer. Mm-hmm. It was covered in sand totally. Yeah. And when that big ass statue fell, all the the the, the noise and, and the ruckus, the sand blew off a little piece of it. <laughs> you know that's that's true. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's probably what happened. The, the the impact shook it. And you know, do you know what, when you like you shake a blanket and the dust comes off? Yeah. Andy shook the blanket and the sand came off. And and exposed the back door. It was only a few bricks. It was like what, three or four? And they must have been going uphill too at that point when they're in with the with those bodies. Because they were deep underground and that thing is at, you know, ground level. Yeah, that's that that's a flaw. Yeah. All right. That bothers me. Because you're right, because they're on the bottom, but then, then they climbed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they climbed up all the rubble. Well, the soul's not hard to get it's into. Well of shit. <laughs> I guess not. All right. Well, tell us what you think on our Facebook page. We want to hear your opinions on on what I'm calling a major story flaw. Not that I don't love the movie anyway, but uh, yeah, it's kind of stupid. All right. I got something else here, too, that I wanted to read. Um, a dedicated listener to many of our Neozaz shows, and uh, I'd say a good friend to the shows in general is a guy named Scott Weber. Uh, who uh, I talked to him a brother. time to time. Hmm? He has a brother. He has a brother? Mm-hmm. Who? Scott. Scott Weber has a brother? Mm-hmm. What's it? Who's his brother? Patsy. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days in character. <laughs> Come and so we could do that. Once this one dies, down. Because one was out of characters. You want to do Happy days in character? Yes. Who's the first character? I know Arnold. what you're going to say. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ralph Mouth. Oh, Ralph Mouth would be good. Yeah. How yeah. about Jenny Piccolo? Oh, uh, or who's the who's that one? Leather Tuscadero. <laughs> so you know everybody. And, and her sister, Pinky Tuscadero. And then we can do Tom Hanks. 
Tom Hanks. He was right. He was one who, who fought Fonzie. Remember that? I just yeah. saw a special. He was like a, a karate guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm up here. I love happy days. I know you. So do I. All right. Well, th- he he uh, sent me this message after hearing the uh, Butler episode. Okay. And I guess we kind of talked about this, and and you asked me a trivia question about this, and and I I didn't understand even what you were, were asking at the time. That I, mean, I probably didn't understand what I was asking either. <laughs> no, it was the the fact that I thought you were talking about. Uh, Last Crusade when Indy was knocking boots with Elsa. But apparently, the scene in Raiders when Marcus goes to Indy's home to tell him yeah. that, he's, that he's going to get the Ark. He had a girl with him there. He had a girl with him. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Um, so Scott sent us this question. Or, or sent me this comment and I told him that I would read it on a future episode and here it is. So Scott said, did you know there was originally a whole subplot in Raiders about Indy banging a student? They cut her out of the film, but initially where he meets Marcus, she's standing there and he has to tell her that he'll see her later. And Marcus shoots Indy a look like, quote, you dog you. And then later she's at his house. She's there and has to leave when Marcus shows up. This is the, and then he he adds this, and this is interesting, and I haven't gone back to look at this, but he says, quote, I'm pretty sure in one of the shots you can see an extra wine glass belonging to her. No. So it sounds like there was a subplot. It's, you know, maybe the girl, I love you. We talked about her on the Marcus one, the, the, the eyelids, I love you. It could even be her. Right. Indy is stooping one of his students. Yeah. That's wrong. But it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, according to Scott, if you look in that, when, when Marcus comes to let him know that he's going to get the Ark, you know, Indy's in his bathrobe and yeah. stuff. She's supposed to be there. He probably just got done. Or had, or or he got her out of there quickly when Marcus was coming because, you know, it's not something you're Maybe he to said, really go out the back door, and she said, I can't, you're in mine. <laughs> And she and she came up through, and she just pushed a few bricks out. See, and she's out, and she's right there. It's like the back door is always there. <laughs> I can't hear in mine. <laughs> Hold on, honey, I'm still attached. Uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I put my snake in your well of souls. What was I gonna so, say? I don't know if I say well, according to Scott, I, I this is interesting. Because I, I never noticed this. If there's two wine, like if I mean, you so you get done with a hard day's work and you're you go and you have a glass of wine and you get cleaned up and he's got a glass of wine there. If there are two glasses in that, he's banging scene, somebody. That's proof that there's somebody. I wonder else if there one has them. like um lipstick. lipstick on or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So Scott sent that and I told him that I would read it because I thought it was a, a really good point. Uh, that's a cool. That's a cool little a little thing. I wouldn't mind it if that was in there. Not no, but then it, then you do think kind of like you know, Indy. Come on. Well, the, the, I guess the idea then, and somebody else had said this at some point that that would have made him a little more James Bond ish. Yeah, and the the idea is that I guess Spielberg didn't like that. They, I kind of agree. He didn't want him to be like this womanizing James Bond kind of guy. He wanted him to be a hero. And an academic, but right. not necessarily like a womanizer kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I like because then he still seems like, like nice, nice. Yeah, nice guys don't do that. All right. Well, 
that's uh, that's the Pat Roach episode. So uh, join us next time. Who do you want to talk about? Well, I got a question. Yeah. I know you hate playing these games. Mm-hmm. Marry, kill, and wine glass. Mm-hmm. All three Pat Roach characters. I'm picking three of them. The mechanic, the Temple of Doom guy, and the blimp guy who you don't even see much. <laughs> well, I guess you marry the blimp guy because if he's... You don't see him much. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a Gestapo agent. He's probably He's got at least a good job. He's probably got some good money. He does. You... Uh, you have to kill either the mechanic. You or kill the, the thuggy because because the hair, the beard on your face. Yeah. yeah, that would just that would just be a mess. And he's probably all dirty and sandy, and who knows what he smells like? That beard probably smells like probably smells like cheese. Why am I? You're answering this like you already thought about it, that or something. And I guess you wine glass a mechanic because well, look all, at him. He's all smooth and hairless. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's, it's a, there's nothing quite like a shorn scrotum. You answered that thing quick and fast. You like you knew. Well, come on. It's common sense. <laughs> Is that what you would do? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. So so who are we doing next? I guess we got to do what we said in month. You don't remember who it is? <laughs> no, no, either. Well, we'll either do that or maybe because you're going to meet him, maybe we should do short round. Okay. Since you're going to meet him, maybe we can a couple uh, weeks. Get, a, get a picture with him or something, and we'll use that as... Uh, as uh, something didn't, to talk about, you can talk to him. Maybe you you, you end up talking to these people a little bit. We do short round. No, we didn't do short round. Are you sure? Uh, did we? Yeah, we did do short <laughs> round. <laughs> I thought we did. You're right, we did. Okay. You gonna meet anybody else? <laughs> I'm gonna meet short rounds assistant. We can do one about him. <laughs> uh, right. see, whoever, whoever said it was Mutt is who we're doing next. Okay. We'll find out who that is. <laughs> we'll who listen to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Back with another episode. Sounds good, Dave. Pass me the whip. There's the whip. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones and Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Hey.